his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. All right, highs of 80 today. That's going to happen around noon. Then the temperature falls throughout the afternoon. Lows of 46 north shore, 52 south shore tonight. Tomorrow, highs of only 59. 70% chance for showers early on Friday. Highs of 68. Then the weekend's looking pretty nice. Maybe a marginal chance for rain, but highs in the mid-70s or so. We're joined by Phil Napoli, professor of public policy at Duke, author of Social Media and the Public Interest, Media Regulation in the Disinformation Age. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Good to talk to you again. Let's talk about what happened in the Supreme Court on Monday and what they heard arguments, I guess, specifically as it relates to this Florida and Texas law. Right. So these are two laws that really look to to impose a very different model on how social media platforms operate, to essentially make them something closer to what we call common carriers, restricting their ability to do any kind of content moderation or filtering uh, of, of the content that they host. Filtering of what, Phil? What does that look like? Well, what would it, give me some examples of what um, companies are doing and, and who wants to stop it? Who's on what side of this? Because it seems as though from what I read, the Republican or the conservative justices seem to be more on the side of the First Amendment absolutist and, and the companies don't have a right to limit what the um, social media, the tech companies are doing. Take us through all of that, if you will, please. Sure. Yeah, it is very interesting to see how some interesting sort of deviations from what we might expect are happening here. Uh, so what what motivated both of these uh, laws originally, these both came about in, t- in 2021, uh, after uh, some platforms um, uh, removed Donald Trump uh, from, the, from the platform. And so one of the original motivations was uh, the presumption, and also COVID, uh, the presumption that the platforms were um, discriminating against conservative viewpoints. Uh, and that they were uh, that therefore there should be some sort of regulations put in place that pre- prevent them from doing that. Now, what the platforms will say, and that is that they that is that they have long had policies, you know, uh, working to um, prevent people from being exposed to things like extreme violence, uh, hate speech, uh, disinformation. Uh, you know, most platforms have some fairly extensive content moderation policies around what you know can and cannot be posted and have, you know, up until more recently, you know, large, you know, devoted a substantial amount of resources to that, both automated systems and human content moderation um, to, you know, uh, you know, literally millions of posts getting taken down uh, on a weekly basis across uh, across these platforms. So at some point, somebody's got to determine what's opinion and what's disinformation or what is presented as fact, but in essence, maybe a conspiracy theory? 
Right. Uh, that's that's part of what they've been trying to do over over the uh, past few years, and they will be the first to tell you that it is not easy. They would love uh, not to to be in that in that business, uh, but you know, with uh, you know, they they recognize that there's you know a social responsibility dimension to what they do. They recognize that they need to create an environment that users are comfortable with, that advertisers are comfortable advertising in so there's an economic motivation here uh, as well where where do does it fit into this the way these companies do business with algorithms and what results you see etc because that's part of it as well is it not yeah that's a very good point um you know when we talk about what they you know what content moderation is and what the editorial work that these platforms engage in is that includes you know not just taking things down, uh, but also uh, the algorithmic systems that are making decisions about what to prioritize in terms of what gets put in front of us and the criteria that go into uh, that calculus in terms of what gets uh, put in front of us. So what gets put in front of you looks different from what gets put in front of me, uh, et cetera. So there's you know, lots of those little algorithmically dictated editorial decisions happening every second. But these are businesses, and just as there are different magazines that catered, well, used to be magazines that catered to different um, audiences. For example, you wouldn't see a story back in the day of uh, about garbage trucks in a yachting magazine, right? You wouldn't do that. They control the content that goes into that. Well, you certainly wouldn't see, I guess, for example, uh, when it comes to somebody that leans conservative, maybe they would be a little more hesitant to show you what content that you wouldn't agree with or you wouldn't like. Right. And, and this is the thing that we have many different platforms um, operating, you know, as a, you know, doing content moderation in many different ways. Uh, some people would argue that in fact, that's the product that con- that, that platforms offer is content moderation. So as we have seen, um, you know, once Elon Musk took over Twitter, now X, uh, the dynamics of how it moderates content have changed dramatically. Uh, and, you, you know, the idea now is that a user can, can choose the platforms that content moderate in the ways that uh, suit their leanings. Kind of like back in the day you would go to the drugstore and pick the magazine, whether it was a golf magazine, a muscle magazine, a, a yachting magazine that would suit your interests as well? Absolutely, absolutely. That's really how this space is starting to, uh, you know, Evolve. And it is all based on a profit motive. These are not altruistic companies. They're trying to get results for their advertisers, right? Absolutely. These have, you know, they, these have started out as, as commercial enterprises. They continue to be commercial enterprises. And in that regard, um, you know, they're not government entities, which is what, of course, makes these, you know, which is the crux of these cases, which is um, sort of, you know, the premise that they are violating people's speech rights, Um you know, one would or could argue that they're not violating anybody's speech rights any more than uh, a newspaper that refuses to publish your letter to the editor is violating your First Amendment rights. You mentioned um, Twitter or X, whatever the hell they're calling it. Tell me how that's changed since Elon Musk took it over. Sure. So, you know, because I have a hard enough time logging on, Phil. God knows, let alone talk about the the changes in it. So, sure, sure. Well, I mean, one of the things he did was let go most of the the security team and content moderation people. Uh, that that staff has been 
decimated. Um, then there were policy changes as far as, you know, what kind of content would and would not be allowed uh, on the platform anymore. You know, so, you know, just to give an example, um, you know, unfortunate example that apparently, you know, in the, you know, um, you know, research uh, showed that, you know, the use of, you know, racial slurs went up dramatically after uh, Musk took over the platform. Uh, so that's just, you know, one example. Uh, you know, it, it, it has become a place that is more uh, permitting of hate speech than it was before. All right, and that uh, brings me to the first break and exactly where I'm going to pick this up when we come back, and that is the Fifth Amendment does, uh, the Fifth Amendment, the First Amendment does have restrictions. It is not absolute. Some people think it should be, but it is not. There are restrictions when it comes to hate speech and, and the you know, you can't shout fire in a crowded theater. What's the electronic or the technological equivalent of that when it comes to social media? We'll talk about that as well. And then somebody texted about TikTok, very important concern, because I'll see sometimes conservative news channels railing about TikTok, and then I'll see a commercial for TikTok during the commercial break. Phil Napoli is our guest, professor of public policy at Duke, author of Social Media and the Public Interest, Media Regulation in a Disinformation Age. The Supreme Court heard arguments about Florida and Texas laws that would put limits on so social media's right companies to control content. We'll talk more when we come back. Right now, traffic, WWL. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi and even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 625, Tommy Tucker, WWL, back with Phil Napoli, professor of public policy at Duke, author of Social Media and the Public Interest, Media Regulation in the Disinformation Age. Somebody texted in about Facebook. I'm not a big Facebook guy, really, other than Twitter. I'm not a big social media guy. I guess I probably should, but it just, to me, is a giant waste of time. Uh, somebody says on Facebook, for example, blacks can make racist comments against whites with no repercussions, but whites gets banned or put in whites get banned or put in Facebook jail for simply defending the right to be white. I have no earthly idea if any of that's true or not. Phil, do you? Well, I think what the uh, text might be referring to is, yes, like Facebook has these very extensive policies uh, around, you know, 
uh, how to put it, protected groups and and vulnerable groups and um, you know so so the direction at which speech uh, flows can be a factor. At one point, Facebook had a policy. Just to give you an example of how these things can often go off the rails. They had a policy, you know, a blanket policy against calls for somebody's death. Um, but then in the wake of the uh, invasion of Ukraine, uh, they loosened that and allowed within some countries for there to be calls for Putin's death mm-hmm. <laughs> as a form of political expression. Uh, and, then, you know, and, and, you know, and, and then it, it, it went further off the rails from there. I'm trying to remember the, the details. But then it was, well, were you allowed to call for the death of the Russian soldiers? No. And so, you know, sometimes these folks uh, can uh, can really trip over their own feet as they try to figure out uh, this process of, of content moderation. All right, so back to the First Amendment and standing on a street corner, and there is nobody involved but me. There are limits to what I can say standing on a street corner. Are there not? Correct. For example? So, for example, yes, you cannot— um, make calls to you know to lawless action, inciting of violence would would be an example. Uh, you could not stand on the street corner and and say things that uh, are a a clear and present danger to our national security. Um, so yes, yeah, so there you know there are certain types of things. Now you are entitled to express uh, hate speech. You are entitled uh, and am I entitled? I mean, protected by the First Amendment to. To lie to a you know to an exceptional degree, uh, those are are forms of speech that are in fact uh, protected. All right, let's get to shouting fire in a crowded theater. If there's no fire and you shout that, you're not supposed to do that, right? And that's not protected speech. But how does that compare with disinformation that you purposely put on a social media platform? Because in essence, that to me would be tantamount to yelling fire in a crowded theater when there's no fire. Depending on the nature of that disinformation, absolutely true. Uh, and of course, as we are, you know, disinformation. In other words, you intended it. You intend you 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 expressed intentional falsity um, as a means of of potentially causing harm, physical harm. Uh, that is where you know, yes, you start to to lose your First Amendment protection. And now you're kind of bordering on a malice rule where you had to know it was false, right? Uh, exactly. And if you think about how. You know, difficult and almost ridiculous that is within the context of a of a of a uh, of social media. Uh, and when you know, when do, when do we know the intent? Uh, it becomes a very tricky thing to, to 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 navigate. What about TikTok? Is that a different animal because it's based in China, or all of these companies based elsewhere? Talk about that, if you will. Fill in the time we have remaining. Sure. Well, I mean, you know, TikTok still has to operate under the regulatory framework that exists in the in the U.S. And that again is one that's. Um, has grants huge amounts of protection uh, to social media platforms. You know, we haven't gotten into Section 230, but basically it gives these platforms not only the right to content moderate, but also largely protects them from any legal liability for the content that they host. Uh, now, t- so so the concern has been as a as a partially Chinese-owned company. I can't remember if they've started to divest a bit or what their actual role that the Chinese government plays in its ownership at this point. But um, that they can operate in the U.S. under those freedoms uh, and could potentially, um, you know, take advantage of those in, in, in ways that, A, could involve 
data gathering for the Chinese government or be involve, uh, you know, facilitating the dissemination of propaganda on, the, on behalf of the Chinese government. Phil was talking about Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which is on page seven. I didn't get a chance to get to that because we ran out of time, but we will next time. Thank you, Phil. Sure, my pleasure. Phil Napoli, professor of public policy at Duke, author of Social Media and the Public Interest, Media Regulation in the Disinformation Age. When we come back, we'll talk to Jeremy Alford, editor and publisher of La Politics Weekly. Get his take on the special session. Now, time for WWL First News. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.